0: We ramped up how many vehicles we have in our fleet, we ramped up our team members, and we're forecasting that this isn't going to slow down that this increase in surge will either plateau or keep on growing. So we need to maintain this current flow, whether it's moving products onto the shelves or the lab sampling that we're bringing to the labs or the, the, the cash that we're bringing to the, to the Federal Reserve.
1: Today on Cannabis and Corona, we have another cannabis entrepreneur whose company is gaining market share during the COVID-19 crisis, Ari Raptis, the CEO of Teleria Transportation. Ari, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, Dad, Thank you for having me.
1: I'm really excited to speak with you today because the nature of your business gives you a real-time view of how the COVID-19 crisis is impacting the cannabis industry. And before we talk about Corona and its impact on the cannabis industry... Can you give our listeners just a quick overview of the cannabis transportation business?
0: Of course. So cannabis transportation is a form of logistical nightmares that grower and processors have to avoid. And we, we solved that problem for them, where the secure transport, the arm guards, the touch points of dispensaries that they need to hit in one day from six dispensaries of 15, we we solved that problem for
1: them. It's complicated. It's way more complicated than anybody can possibly comprehend. I mean, the security alone, I know you guys offer a ton of services. Maybe just kind of just roll through some of the additional security that cannabis transportation services are required to provide.
0: So cannabis transportation not only has to deal with the state mandated systems, but each state has different state mandated systems. So Being compliant in each state is one of the biggest hurdles of any cannabis transportation company.
1: Yeah, and like you said, I think I read this on your website, that you have former law enforcement, you have have former military employed within your organization because this is is a risky business.
0: It really is. I mean, uh, we're very fortunate to have all retired state police, all retired law enforcement as team members. We've grown the company from me and another retired officer in the truck going from grower processor to dispensaries to about 75 retired police officers now moving cannabis across the states.
1: That is so impressive. And you're based in Philadelphia. You know, To talk about something impressive, I read that you, you guys are dealing with over half of Pennsylvania's medical cannabis transportation and almost all the industry's cash deposits. That is a real accomplishment.
0: Thank you for that. And to Laria the scope of things, we, we like to say that we keep the wheels of the cannabis moving. From us transporting that product from the cultivator to the dispensaries, to even the lab samples before that product is able to hit the market, our employees are acting agents of laboratories where we provide samples back to the laboratories that get approved by the state and then the cultivator can then rightfully sell their product to the dispensaries. So we hit that touch point even before that cannabis leaves as a sellable product.
1: Like I said at the very beginning of the interview, you have so much information just because of all the, like you said, touch points. You know, additionally, you're currently operating in 14 mostly Northeast and mid-Atlantic states. Since the crisis began, have you seen a change in demand or how it's impacting certain sectors of the industry?
0: Oh, man. Tell me about it. Well, the dispensaries, like the supermarkets, had a run on them, right? Okay. Uh, everyone wanted to stock up and ramp up. So the wheels of the cannabis industry moved faster and faster. The run on the supermarkets, the run on the dispensaries was a huge impact since the corona started. Oh
1: my, I, I can imagine. And, and you're the guys, like you said, you got to you keep the wheel rolling. <laughs> and it's sped up. That's had to been a lot of stress on everybody.
0: Thank God we had a strong foundation and that strong foundation relates back to our team members. Without them, we wouldn't be able to be in the position we are in today and be able to ramp up and grow as fast as we did.
1: Now, now since the surge, how's things been since the surge? Is it leveled off or is is it increased since before?
0: Well, we we hired an extra 40% more team members onto the team and to purchase 30% more vehicles. So we ramped up uh, how many vehicles we have in our fleet, we ramped up our team members, and we're forecasting that this isn't gonna slow down. That th- this increase in surge will either plateau or keep on growing. So we need to maintain this current flow, whether it's moving products onto the shelves or the lab sampling that we're bringing to the labs, or the, the cash that we're bringing to the Federal Reserve.
1: You know, there's so much positive. I f- sometimes feel bad because most of the world is nothing good is happening. But within the cannabis industry, we've seen so much like acceleration of positive change. For instance, like just being a, deemed an essential service or having curbside pickup. You're working on a really exciting change home delivery. Can you give us an update on that?
0: Of course. So we're looking to be the premier home delivery platform for the medical cannabis world, which is a little different than the other home delivery platforms that you see on your West Coast. Our home delivery platform is going to be focused primarily in the medical marijuana states and focused to medical marijuana patients. It is a need. It's a need as this coronavirus pandemic grows. It's going to be a need in 2020, 2021. The biggest hurdle that we need to face as a cannabis industry is how do we come into the 21st century in our lines of service? Mm-hmm. In a realm that if you think about it, we've only been around for X amount of years, but we're in the stone age compared to what we can be. And we're in the stone age compared to where the rest of the world is from clicking a few buttons and getting product delivered to your home or even financial institutions not being able to bank cannabis. These are hurdles that normal industries don't face, but the cannabis does. And our home delivery platform is trying to bring us into that 21st century for the medical states where there really is no other offering.
1: Well, I think, like you said, you have the infrastructure in place already, and the demand is certainly there, and the need is there. I mean, just think about it. If you're home, you know, going through chemotherapy, the last thing you want to do is have to go to the dispensary to pick up your medicine. It doesn't make any sense, especially when there are companies like yours that are perfectly designed to handle this. I think you're onto something. I really do.
0: And that's why we want to focus in the medical marijuana world. It really hit me home when I was the first one delivering this product, going to the dispensaries and seeing the sick patients in, the, in these medical dispensaries and the need for it. And that's when the wheel started turning on how can we make this easier for the patients that need this cannabis. That's where the idea of Melly, MellyGo.com came about. Where we said, "Hey, let's let's find an easier solution." And our tagline with Tolaria and then Melly coinciding is delivering health and wellness across your commonwealth. And our mission is to deliver the medicine to the patient and making sure that every patient has the proper medicine that they need to survive.
1: Mm-hmm. Melly, that's the online platform, is that correct? Melly
0: Go is our online e-commerce marketplace where medical cannabis is online, where you can get it delivered to your home.
1: Okay, okay. I know it's tough to make plans while you're under the COVID shadow. But you recently expanded to Maryland. Do you have plans for more expansion in 2020?
0: Yeah, of course. So we're thankful to be a part of the medical marijuana program in Maryland. We're an approved courier where we can transport product in Maryland. We already have our financial cash side of the business operating there. And the goal of 2020 is to get our home delivery platform up and running in Maryland. Expansion plans in the rest of the United States is Missouri and Illinois two hot markets that we're, we're looking to enter in for the medical program and to start transporting medical cannabis in each respective state.
1: Wow. Those are big markets. That's going to be great. Will you be needing to raise capital?
0: So at the current moment, we're not raising capital. We're self-funding and we're bootstrapping wow. this expansion plan. And we're, we're very fortunate to be able to self-fund everything. But towards the end of 2020 is when we're going to look to external sources to say, hey, now we've grown a company to 16 states. Let's bring it to the rest of the United States. Let's move into that distribution center. Let's move into the other 33 states that are
1: operating. Jeez, man, that's, you're going to have a lot of interest when you, I mean, you probably would have a lot of interest right now, but I definitely will have a lot of interest when you're ready to expand nationwide. And we have all of Ari's and Telaria's Information in the show notes and also at mjbulls.com. So if anybody wants to circle back and continue this conversation with Ari, I'm sure he'd be glad to talk to you. Ari, thanks for being on the show today, and thanks for you know giving us some positive news.
0: Thank you, Dan, and thank you for having me. It's been a wonderful experience.
1: Well, we'll let's have you back on again, you know, as we get out of this, <laughs> as we exit this corona shadow.
0: Thank you, Dan. Looking forward to it.